Jack and Annie were both dressed in brown and green velvet jackets and dark pants. They wore loose wool caps and shiny new boots. Jack's backpack had become a green velvet bag with a brass buckle. Fancy clothes, said Jack. Well, at least I'm not wearing a giant skirt like I wore in Vienna, said Annie. Yeah, and these boots aren't full of holes like the boots we wore in Ireland, said Jack. So where did we land, said Annie. She and Jack looked out the window. The treehouse had landed in a row of big trees. Beyond the trees was a grassy park with gardens and pathways. Bordering the park was a busy road filled with horse-drawn carriages. Autumn sunlight shone on rooftops, towers, and church steeples. Black smoke rose from hundreds of chimneys. London looks great, said Annie. Let's start looking for Charles Dickens. Wait, I'll check the book first, said Jack. Jack looked in the index of their book and found Charles Dickens. He turned to a page with a photograph of a handsome man with wavy brown hair and huge eyes. Jack read, Charles Dickens was born in England in 1812. He is one of the most famous writers of all time. Of all time? said Annie. Wow, he shouldn't be hard to find. Maybe he isn't famous yet, said Jack. If he is, why would he need our help? Good question, said Annie. Let's start looking for the answer. Okay, but first you'd better hide your pigtails, said Jack. Oh, right, I'm supposed to be a boy, said Annie. She tucked her pigtails under her cap. In the past, girls didn't have many choices, did they? How do I look? Fine, Jack said. Good, let's go, said Annie. As Annie climbed out of the treehouse, Jack unbuckled the green velvet bag. He put their research book and magic violin and bow inside. Then he buckled the bag and followed Annie down the ladder. When Jack stepped off the ladder, he heard jingling in his coat pocket. He reached in and pulled out a handful of coins. Hey, I have money, he said. Annie dug into her pockets. Me too, she said. Great, said Jack. I didn't like being poor on our last two missions. Jack and Annie crunched through fallen leaves until they came to the open park area. A man stood on a platform giving a speech. Women push baby buggies. Children sail toy boats on a pond. We have to ask someone for help, said Annie, looking around. Excuse me, she called to a woman in a flowery bonnet. Do you know where Charles Dickens lives? Why, yes. He and his family live at One Devonshire Terrace, the woman said below Regent's Park. Thanks, said Annie. That was easy, said Jack as the woman strolled on. I guess he's already famous, said Annie. Yeah, said Jack, pulling out their book again. Let's see if there's a map. He thumbed through the book until he found a map of London. Here it is, Regent's Park. He looked up. Where are we now? That sign over there says Hyde Park, said Annie. Wrong park, said Jack. He looked at the map again. Okay, Hyde Park is here, and Regent's Park is here. They're pretty far away from each other. That's okay, said Annie. We have money, and London has carriages. This'll be fun. Right, said Jack. Let's go catch a ride. Jack and Annie hurried over the grass to the busy street bordering the park. Carriages of all shapes and sizes, 
clattered over the cobblestones. Four high-stepping horses pulled an elegant black coach. Two donkeys pulled an old wooden wagon with benches. Excuse me, Jack called to the driver of a small red carriage waiting on the street. Can you take us to one Devonshire Terrace below Regent's Park? The driver smiled down from his seat. Indeed, sir, he said. I would be proud to carry two fine young gentlemen across our fair city.